this season on the originals. Welcome back, Rebecca. Did I not warn you? I didn't think that I wanted this baby until I had to fight for it. How many times will Elijah forgive you? Don't be fooled, love. I'm the devil in disguise. The Originals, Tuesdays at 8, 7 central on The CW. You're listening to Raw's Pod New Mexicast, the internet's leading source on The CW's sexiest aliens. Hello, guys. Long time no listen, no see. <laughs> Long time no talk. Yeah, really, that's what it is. If you have forgotten, after a very long, very, very long hiatus, Speak for I'm yourself. Anna. <laughs> and I'm Victoria. <laughs> and this is Rospod New Mexicast. Now, you may or may not have noticed that the television show Roswell, New Mexico hasn't aired for like a year. Nope. It hasn't, it hasn't done that. And... For some reason, the TV gods, you know, they're kind, but they're not that kind. So once again, the CW hasn't canceled any of the shows for the second year in a row. (laughs) They brought Roswell back for its second and third season. So, you know, we're eating good over here. But we still don't have anything to talk about. And uh, if there's anything that Victoria and I do well is... um we talk. We talk with one another relentlessly. And uh, we want to share that. Um, I don't know if I'd call it a gift. I'd call, share that that's a gift. gift. <laughs> In 2020, you know, we're owning we're owning our talents. We're valuing ourselves. So we we're trying to kind of think of what would be on topic. But like, there's only so much you can talk about. You know, if we're we're getting three seasons of this thing, there's going to be a lot of hiatus time. We can't burn out all of the original Roswell episodes. Absolutely not. I mean, those are little treasures that we can come back to. There are a few episodes that we know we want to revisit and take you guys with us. But for now, um, we're going to be focusing on something different. Something in the universe? Not universe. I would say... In the same production company. (laughs) Perhaps the same writer. Now, you guys may or may not know, actually, there's been some news in the Plek universe. Um, Julie Plek actually just signed a deal with Universal. Oh, shit, I didn't know this. You didn't know this? No. Oh, this is breaking. Yeah, so. Oh, wow. This was the other day this happened. Um, So she left her deal with Warner Brothers after 11 years and she has signed a four-year exclusive deal with Universal. So yeah. apparently it's like it was like a $60 million uh, deal. So the CW is no longer the home of Julie Pleck. <gasps> no way. This is the end of an era. I know, which is, it's interesting. We're not talking about the beginning of the era. That's my love, my light, Dawson's Creek. Because Julie, Julie Pleck did right on that, yes. Yeah. Um, But... You guys may know about a little show called, uh, l- let me look at my notes here, <laughs> The Vampiric <laughs> Journals. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, God. One of my early teenage loves, The Vampire Diaries, that I've really tried to get Victoria into. I've tried to get her to watch it. She's watched a couple of episodes but has not gotten the fever yet. She has not been bitten, you could say, by the show. I would say I feel like I watched the majority of the first season. Really? Maybe it just felt that way. (laughs) She hasn't, but she hasn't been exposed to the incredible season first season finale nor has she enjoyed the second season which I think is when I was going to compare the vampire diaries to the leftovers I was gonna be like like the leftovers it doesn't really pick up until the second season but I even though I love the vampire diaries that kind of feels disrespectful to HBO's the leftovers I genuinely hate when people are like, oh, you just have to start it at the second season. I'm like, well, yeah. I, won't, I won't be doing that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I need to slog my way through. So if we're not watching The Vampire Diaries, which of its many acclaimed spinoffs oh. are we tackling? Well, OK, we're, we're talking about the originals today. You know this already because I, I made it the, the name of the episode. <laughs> so this was a silly, this is a silly ramp up. Listen, this was Victoria's idea, and I think it's a good idea. I just can't help my own uh, my own reaction to it, which is that I was dragging my feet um, to listen to the episode. I was like, "Oh, I know I have to watch this episode. We got to record this episode of the podcast." But I think I just had like residual um, ambivalence about the um about the originals i even just based on the name about the originals it is a bad name yeah i think we can say that from 2013 because you bet your ass i was watching the vampire diaries when the originals had its spinoff and uh i was like this looks stupid this looks lame like i like phoebe tonkin you have a beautiful face um Joseph, whatever the fuck his name is, who plays uh, Klaus, like... I'm sorry, did you mean Niklaus? Niklaus. This is a CW. Like, everyone is very, very attractive. Um, But I just... I remember, like, seven years ago, I wasn't really into this idea. I knew that I wouldn't tune in. And still... You know, all these years later, I was like, uh, okay, I got to watch this. So anyway, long story short, I watched it. It was fine. Now, I'm coming at this from a different perspective. I'm a person who I love vampires. She does. I do not love the vampire diaries. I don't hate it. I, I just don't have, I don't have too many strong feelings about it. I thought it was kind of boring. I'm sure there are great, great parts of it. <laughs> <sighs> you bet there are. Listen, I've watched more Everwood than I've watched The Vampire Diaries, probably. Maybe maybe the same amount. I'm not certain. In any case, I was like, Anna might like this more than me. I get what you mean, where you just are like, it's how I feel about the like new Harry Potter movies. I'm like, you're not canon to me. I do not. I did not sign up for this, this, Wait, this new thing. Wait, what? The new Harry what? Potter the Fantastic Beasts movies? Oh, oh, I was, okay, yeah, 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 I get it. What do you think I was talking about? I don't know. I was like, are they remaking the Harry Potter books into movies? What's going on? They're doing it to Lord of the Rings for Amazon. I genuinely thought you were talking about like a new development that I You're was You're like, just what out of the kind of like news bulletin is Victoria have for me today? Really? Okay, so uh. 
I have to say, while you were watching the episode, I was like, I watched this episode like a week ago. I should rewatch it. And I was like, oh, I don't really want to do that. So I just, <laughs> I just clicked play on the second episode. Uh, no. <laughs> it was like, I was like, Ugh, that episode wasn't like so great that I want to rewatch it. And I'm really glad that I did watch the next couple of episodes because they're way better than the pilot. Oh, good. Okay. Now, here's a bit of a spoiler for you before we get into talking about the episode. As you can tell, probably from the uh, <laughs> from the end of the episode, Elijah's just straight up not in this show, really. I mean, I'm sure he comes back because he's not dead, but he, he was not in the next, like, three episodes. Oh, that's a bummer because, I mean, this is a spoiler for anyone who has any remote interest in the originals but has not watched anything i've seen the gift sets okay like just full disclosure the Haley and um elijah ship has sailed uh, that is an established ship in this show um and so i knew you know he was kind of put to rest temporarily at the end of the pilot um but I knew that he would have to come back because I've seen all of the glances filled with longing at one another through these gift sets. And I so I really hope that he does come back soon. Anna. But what? <laughs> I was going to say that, like, being in love with, like, your rakish brother's baby mama is such a romance novel plot. And then oh, I was like, so right. that is the plot of one of the um, Lisa Claypaw's, Claypaw's Travis books that I don't think you read that one. Wait. Yes, I did. You did, did read that read one, that right? One. Yeah. What's yeah, it called? Yeah. It's like Smooth Talking Stranger. It's one of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. I No, I enjoyed that a lot, actually. The first one in that series was like very odd, but then this that third one, I skipped to the third one, and I was like, okay, this is standard romance um, material. Anyway, yeah, it's it's also funny because I I don't know any of the established ships. I knew literally nothing about this show. In fact, I had it confused with Legacies, and I thought it was going to be about a vampire school. And then I turned it on, and I was like, that's this is not a this is not about a vampire. School. In fact, I'll walk you through. Let's to tra- kind of transfer into um, the actual recapping. So I click it on it in Netflix, and it has it categorized as a, a slick, comma horror, comma drama, <laughs> like slick. Yeah, Victoria, do you want to just go over really quickly why we chose the originals or why you chose the originals? Did I? I feel like I guess we didn't really say. So Karina wrote on the originals. She wrote something like 36 episodes of it I think it's the thing that most people know her from and if you're like a big CW head you you probably have seen it so I figured there would be a pretty large crossover of like people who care about Roswell and people who care at least about the idea of the originals yeah you, you guys can let me up. know if that was a correct or incorrect <laughs> assumption I mean please by all means shut us down if and when we're wrong no, don't do that. <laughs> okay, so um, I hate voiceovers. Oh, uh, yeah. But this is this also made me think of the Vampire Diaries in a very fond way. What I wrote down, though, because I, I noted that I didn't like the voiceover, and then I was like, uh, the guy, Elijah, I was like, he's kind of giving me, like, those good ASMR tangles. So. <laughs> 
because he had such a like deep resonant voice and I was like I don't know maybe I could get into into this voiceover so we um, get a little Chiron at the bottom of the screen that says Mississippi River 300 years ago and I'm like oh. bitch don't try to make me do math why who puts 300 years ago it seemed weird to me um uh, there's a bunch of fancy coffins on a ship, and then Tricorn Hat guys open the fancy coffins and are shocked to see a body in it. Yeah, we got some Cajun accents too going on, which I really enjoyed. We got I'm okay. I just want to pause for a second. If any of you CW heads out there ever, I don't know if I've mentioned this in the podcast before, but if any of you have read Price Peterson's Vampire Diaries picture recaps from like five six seven years ago. oh yeah i, I read like, them when you made me watch the show they were they were yes good. they were, i oh my god iconic they were so good so funny i love price peterson um and he always had great things to say or i don't know if they were always great but he would always remark upon the famous bad wigs in CW shows, but specifically, specifically in the Vampire Diaries. So um, I just want to shout out in honor of Price Peterson some bad wigs in this section. Anytime there's a flashback, bad wigs. Was Cajun that who, bad wigs. who coined CW Event of the Week? Or am I yes. incorrect? Oh, okay. Yes. yes. I believe so. I feel like Latoya um, Ferguson, I think was her name, uh, the, the woman who did the Riverdale recaps. I've talked about them on here before because they were good. Uh, or they are good. I don't know if she still does mm-hmm. them. I don't watch the show anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like she definitely mentioned CW um, event of the week, which from the little bit of this show that I watched it, it's it's fully it's fully in the CW milieu. Um, yeah. So these guys open a coffin. They're like, whoa, dead body. Like nothing yeah. has happened yet. Like they're, it didn't jump out at them. <laughs> it was so no, stupid. We know we know these humans are dead meat like this is a setup where these people are are just going to die and they are meant to die. Here's the thing that sucks about this episode that makes it not fun compared to the other episodes I watched is people are constantly expositing to each other things that they already know. We fled Europe. And I don't know what that was, but the accents on the show are (laughs) shaky too, okay? Mostly from the Americans who are actually Australian because everybody on this show was on H2O. Uh, Phoebe talking. Uh. And then Claire, wait, who plays Rebecca? I don't, I forget her name, but she's also on H2O. Yeah, she, she, I, to be on, to be very honest with you, I don't know which one is Phoebe Tonkin. Phoebe Tonkin plays Haley. Okay, okay. Yeah. She looks so much like Madge, how do you say her name? Madchen Amick? I can see it. I, I was mean, literally I like, here is little baby, um, Betty's mom from Riverdale or girl from Twin Peaks. She looks so much like her, but brunette. Yeah, I can see it. Um, Yeah, but there's so, so much exposition. And I was thinking about who the target audience for the originals is. And, um, and I think, I think the showrunners must know that so many Vampire Diaries watchers back in 2013 must have also tuned in to the originals. But um, so it's kind of hard to tell like what what stuff is expected for the audience to already know and what things they actually have to explain. But I feel like they had to do a lot of explaining anyway 
of things that like I already knew who Rebecca was. I already knew who Elijah was. There's another missing brother named Cole who I don't know if you know about Victoria. They mentioned him the in the opening part. They did? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't remember his name. Um, so then there's some killing happening. And I note that I like the gore. In general, I kind of like this show's a little, a little bit of gore just as a treat. Um, and then there's like <laughs> a fun- a little gore. Yeah, and then there's a fun little cover of uh, This Land is My Land. Um, here is the number one annoying thing about this show, is they can't decide whether to call Niklaus Nick or Klaus. <laughs> you cannot have a nickname that some people call you, like Rebecca calls him at some point, I swear to God, this could be wrong. I swear she calls him Nick sometimes and Klaus sometimes, and like, if you look him up, if you look him up on the internet, like people will call him Klaus. You, you just you can't be called Izzy and Bella. It's it's not done. You know this is this is your soapbox to stand upon, Victoria. I respect it, but it ain't mine. You know. Wait, 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 and- wait to take it to Roswell. Do you remember when Liz goes to like that private school for an episode and she decides oh, to rebrand as Beth? Yes, I do. Because nobody who goes by Liz also goes by Beth. I guess, you know, if you're alive for a thousand years, you get a lot of nicknames. I just know Niklaus as Klaus from the Vampire Diaries. He's a formidable character in the Vampire Diaries. You Um, know what I do like about this show as a concept? What? Is it's kind of like the CW took note of all these people who like write fanfic about villains and are like, I want the show to just be about the villains. Um, and then they're like, let's just give them a show that's all about the villains. Because <laughs> as the show goes on, it's all like Klaus being like, and here is my next evil machination and I'm making my own life miserable and everyone around me is. But you're kind of happy to see it like a Breaking Bad. Almost. <laughs> you're just like, if a character shows you that they have something they want to do, even if you don't morally agree with what that is, because they've given you a stated goal, you're like, well, that's what I want to see happen. I want to see if they're going to achieve that. And so I'm like, even though he's evil, I'm like, yeah, I want to watch this guy. I want to see what he's up to. I like he's a lot more interesting to me than like the one human person in this show. Yeah. You know, so Victoria, because obviously she doesn't watch the Vampire Diaries or she didn't watch the show, you are not familiar with the character or you are familiar with the character of Caroline, but you don't know yet that Caroline and Klaus had like very, very good chemistry on the Vampire Diaries. And she was like this bubbly type A um, kind of neurotic young vampire. And he was kind of taken by her. And she's like not into it but then is kind of into it and it's like this whole will they or won't they situation and because I am a sucker for romance um I ate that shit up when I was watching the vampire diaries um you know all those years ago and I found myself missing her like Klaus is kind of a petulant little fuckhead in this episode in this show really I guess that's his character but like there is something about Caroline and whenever about Caroline that really humanized him whenever they interacted with one another and he seemed much more mature and um uh kind of with it and together and he still was very charming but yeah the Klaus of this pilot was 
a pain in the ass and you kind of like wonder how he took over all of this territory being this temperamental little asshole. Yeah, he's really annoying in the first episode. I didn't like him until I watched the other ones. And I think, again, it's like he needs some like uh, blonde to balance him out because I think it's Cammy or Camille um, who's like the psych student bartender. Oh, right. She's yeah. the one who interacts with him in this show. And that's the thing with spinoffs is... You know, it reminds me of, uh, you guys can find on the internet, if you were a Veronica Mars fan, after it was canceled, they tried to pitch this show where Veronica was um, training to be an F- FBI agent. And so they made a pilot, and you can watch this, where it's her interacting like with all new people, and like they introduce like a love interest in itself. I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm like... <laughs> Sorry, you can't like sell me on three seasons of Veronica and Logan and then be like, yep. yeah, now Logan is so like not a part of her life that she wouldn't like it doesn't even come up in this episode. And you're trying to sell me on this 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 fed over here. I'm not having it. No, no, you can't just replace Caroline, the iconic blonde of this universe with just another blonde. I won't accept it. It's a thing in Angel, too, because they put like Cordelia in there because they're like, okay, let's let's um have somebody from the old universe. But then it's like, okay, but then nobody in Buffy ever talks about Cordelia again for the rest of the show, which really killed me when I was watching it. I'm sorry, I got into my my like one per episode Buffy reference way earlier because I wanted to say that Rebecca reminded me of Darla when she's in her old timey clothes. Um, <laughs> but. That always bothered me so much. I was like, is nobody going to note that Cordelia is now best friends with Angel? Is this not interesting to any of you? Yeah. I didn't even watch Angel, but I, I picked up on that. Yeah, it's that's the kind of weird thing about spinoffs where they're like, if everybody is building new relationships in this show, then the relationships they had with other characters that like made you love them kind of necessarily have to stop existing. <laughs> It's painful. So let's get back to the recap. Um, We cut to modern day. Feels like it's been a hundred years. Shut shut the fuck up. Um, I guess Elijah is the one who's talking to to Cammy, the bartender. And I was like, this is why I wouldn't want to be a vampire. I mean, not a vampire. (laughs) I wouldn't want to be a bartender because too many (laughs) vampires are annoying you. But you know what? I bet vampires, they get that too. Everyone's like... I'm the original vampire. Let me tell you my whole thing. And you're like, uh, Jesus Christ. I I didn't sign up for all this lore. Yeah. I Do you know, Victoria, if this was uh, filmed in New Orleans? I have no idea. But I have to tell you a fun vampire New Orleans story. What? Which is, you know, I made a note here to... <laughs> double check some of the details of the story with my brother before I recorded forgot completely (laughs) so when my brother was visiting Nolens (laughs) as the locals call it please don't please don't attack me online I'm kidding um he went to a vampire speakeasy and what does that mean so he was at he was at some place and then someone was like you guys seem cool and then gave them an invitation to a secondary location where you needed like a password to get in and obviously like or i don't know maybe not obviously i assume that this was like a legal drinking place that had a liquor license (laughs) and therefore was not a speakeasy really but sometimes 
pretentious bards called themselves that. And he, like, wasn't super clear on what it meant to be a vampire speakeasy. And, like, nothing weird happened there, I don't think. But later he found out that, like, this was, like, kind of a cult. And, like, the people there fully do drink other people's blood. Oh, wow. Okay. That took... That took a direction that I did not expect. So, Zach, if, if you are listening... um. Feel free to write in, tell me what I got wrong, or you can just, like, open my door and come into my room. Um, <laughs> either or. <laughs> but that I was just thinking of that because of the kind of vampire underworld that they're showing. What I do like about this show, as opposed to The Vampire Diaries, I don't know if you've ever heard of this concept of, like, high, like high amounts of magic or low amounts of magic in, like, a universe. This just seems like so many more people are, like, have supernatural powers it's just more interesting (laughs) like of there's like 10 million main characters on this show and only one is a human and i'm like that's the proportion that i want yeah yeah i get that but this this scene was mostly blah 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 exposition blah to me and that was kind of boring i did enjoy um i think it was from the scene i wrote down god inject me with this cw fashion reminds me of hannah montana looks stop it something about like (laughs) a layered shirt layered shirt like a good kind of decorative scarf marcel was wearing one later on um there's just something about the way that cw in like the first decade of the 2000s and like early 2010s was styling their incredibly hot actors that just it makes me laugh I think it's so funny and I just want to say I first started watching the vampire diaries when I was like 13 14 maybe something like that no I think I was it was like 14 or 15 but anyway there were a couple of fashion moments that um Elena aka Nina Dobrev had that I was so into that I specifically looked up like the leather jacket that she was wearing and tried to find out where I could get it and then was horrified when I realized that the leather jacket that she was wearing cost like 500 bucks. <laughs> but anyway, don't um, it always seem to go. It's so sad. Like don't even get me started on Villanelle's looks in uh Killing Eve, but um yeah, just the CW fashion. I live for it. So, now, the witch is talking to Elijah. And she's like, you're one of the originals. And I was like, and she can tell this because he is wearing a suit, it yeah. seems. And I was like, this reminds me so much of 30 Rock when um, Jack turns around and... And, like, starts talking to Liz, and she's like, how did you do that? And he's like, to be honest, the first couple of people I did that to were not you. (laughs) Um, And she's like, blah, 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 someone named Jane Ann is dead. And I'm like, how are you guys this far into not being able to come up with names? What kind of name is that? I thought the same thing. Uh, and they're like, she's dead. And then they cut, and it's like, oh, she's bleeding out on the pavement right now. She didn't, like... Diaries. She died yeah, very she, recently. Yeah, in in a fucking empty street in the French Quarter. No way. No way. Like the street is deserted, and they somehow explain it by saying that somehow only witches hang out. Oh yeah, <laughs> so it's dumb. Like the center of New Orleans, or like the tourist center, I should say. It's not the downtown area, but like 
I, find me an empty street in the French Quarter. Like, forget about it. I thought that was very funny. You know what? For what I know about New Orleans, not enough just uh, carrying alcoholic drinks on the street in this show thus far. <laughs> um, this was the point in the show that I realized that I wasn't watching Legacies, by the way, in case you're interested. That's when I, that's when I was like, oh, I guess <sighs> Legacies, yeah, that that's the one about the school, okay? So somebody says... Blah, blah, blah. The vampire Marcel, which just struck me as funny. I was like, no, not the vampire Marcel, the actuary Marcel. Like what? Not Marcel the the snail. <laughs> Sorry, I had to make the joke. Not Mar- Marcel the shell. Marcel the, sh- the shell, but he's a he's a snail, right? I think it's just a shell with shoes. Is he? I don't know. I'll have to read. I don't know the videos. lore. Anyway, um, it, Rebecca's also explaining at some point. Uh, I think she's talking to Elijah where she's like, and then he stuck a dagger in me and I was in a slumber for 90 years. And I'm like, please stop telling each other things that the other person would already know. Like, how hard is it for her to just tell a different character this? Except for when they do that, it's always someone who like, why are you telling them this? Like, yeah. Why do they need to know? It's, it, that's a big problem with this show. Um... Oh, I wanted to note that Rebecca, Elijah, and uh, Klaus have a real kind of Michael, Max, is a, is he draw, uh, dynamic to me. Interesting. Where um, Elijah's the oldest one, and he is like kind of the the leader, and he's the most moral one, but he also wants to be in control. And then Rebecca is like the blonde mean girl. And um, Klaus is like, doesn't feel like he's part of the family in the same way because he's like the bastard, even though they're like, no, you are part of the family. He's instead just kind of like rebelling. I'm like, this is what Max, uh, Izzy and Michael look like on a thousand year timeline. (laughs) Um, It's funny that you say that because in the Vampire Diaries, Rebecca has this whole character arc where she tries to out Caroline Caroline by becoming like the head cheerleader and becoming like the mean Wait, girl sorry, sorry. They go to high school? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, Rebecca goes to high school, which is really just very strange and embarrassing thinking about it now. Because, like, if I was a vampire, there's – so Rebecca has this whole arc where, like, she – you realize that she um, – she – didn't fulfill this thing from her childhood about experiencing high school. I don't know. It's so fucking stupid. Because sorry, again, a vampire. What high school was school. there in in Norwegian thing. Viking times? I don't know. It's about like rectifying a you know some kind of trauma or unfulfilled need in her early life. It was really stupid, but. Yeah, she goes to high school, and I think she even, like, dates Matt or something in The Vampire Diaries, but it's just absurd. Um, But, yeah, the Isabel uh, comparisons are there. I can see that. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, that's Rebecca. Um, Oh, I also had the comment that you can tell the witches are witches because... They have thumb rings on. Oh, God. You kind of have to, you got, you got to love the boho chic. <sighs> Whatever. Um, it's at this point that I'm like, 
there are like 13 main characters and in the first episode I felt like I knew nothing about them that's why I think because the cast is so huge I had a real problem with the pilot and then as it went forward I was like had an easier time of it but I was like I don't care about any of these people and every time they talk they're just giving me like a wall of text so yeah I don't think this is a great pilot but I'm I'm like I think I might watch more of the show to be honest with you because I like the kind of like urban fantasy noir I like the setting I like um how there's no kind of high school stupid things like that yeah and I like vampires (laughs) Um, and then before this commercial break Elijah goes I'm Elijah heard of me and I was like no (laughs) (laughs) oh I have to say my piece about um, the names yeah Uh, Nick Klaus is that Norwegian maybe Elijah not Norwegian Rebecca with a K and an H don't think that's Norwegian Michelson not Norwegian. In Norway, it would be with an E. It'd be like Michael Sen. Um, you don't know how these things have been anglified over the years. Why would... Why? But no. No, I do know. <laughs> I know Norwegian people. <laughs> anglified. Anglicized, right? Anglicized. Yeah, I guess. it's. It just seems like very random. Also... Why do all vampires, all old vampires, have to be Vikings like Eric from True Blood? Did they explicitly say that they're from Scandinavia? I Googled it. You Googled it? Okay. Because I was like, it could be. They could be from the UK. That's what I thought at first. And then I Googled it. It's specifically Norway. It's supposed to be. I think I wrote it down. Let's see. Let's see. You know, I'll just wait till I get to that part in my notes. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I'm pretty sure it was supposed to be Norway. (laughs) Oh, yeah. At what point the fucking original vampire, um, this is when it comes back from the break. I guess they go into a, the witch takes him into the graveyard. Um, What's her name? Sophie? Sophie. She looks a lot like, um, what's her face? Kaylee from Firefly. Uh, She's very pretty, the girl who plays Sophie. Um, And she's like, oh, you have to be invited in because it's a sacred space. I'm like, sorry, why does he not know this? Later, yeah. she explains that they're specifically a kind of witch that uses ancestral magic. So maybe it was just that not all graveyards are sacred spaces, but that theirs is because they're witches who practice ancestral magic. I'm just piecing that together. That was not explained. <laughs> no, this that must have been... Did you say that was from a later episode? Yeah, a later episode, she talks about the ancestral magic thing. And I think that's why he wouldn't have known that that specific graveyard... but. The way she was saying it was like, uh, duh, every graveyard you need to be invited into. And I'm like, man, that would have not gone down well in Buffy because they were no. always fighting in graveyards. Ugh, I have kind of an issue with the witches from the Vampire Diaries extended universe. I liked Bonnie as a character in the Vampire Diaries, but I always felt like her... Her powers were always talked up to be much larger than they actually were. And she does from because I didn't finish the Vampire Diaries. I kind of bailed around season four, season five when like Elena and crew go to college. Um, But uh, 
they go to college. It's I could write a thesis about like the death of so many great kind of teen television shows by the the characters like ending high school and having to go to college. Anyway, um, but Bonnie, her powers always seem to be so fussy, like. They were super temperamental. She would get nosebleeds at like the drop of a hat if she tried to Same. like do anything more than <laughs> Except you can't even do magic. Anyway. <laughs> no, I just have bad sinuses. <laughs> you can't do oh. magic. You sounded so mean. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's true. It's yeah. Bad. And uh and it wasn't like not to not to bring in like a totally different show because the characters in this show aren't even witches. They are magicians. But if anyone out there watches the show, The Magicians, or has read the Lev Grossman books, The Magicians, as Victoria and I have read, they're, you know, doing magic in that whole different universe is very complicated. It's like it's intellectually very challenging. But um, you just basically, like, move your hands in very specific, detailed ways. You have to go through a lot of training. And then you can do really cool shit just by yourself. In the Vampire Diaries universe, you have to have, like, this voodoo doll. And you have to have this ingredient. And the moon has to be at this particular position in the sky. And everything has to be in the right place. And it's fussy. And I don't like it. And it's be- And I don't like it because... I don't feel like it makes the witches genuinely like a powerful, formidable, magical force in the universe. I think that they're talked about as if they are a formidable force in the universe, but I don't feel that. So I don't know if anyone else has any opinions on that particular subject matter, but... um Especially I, I since mean, they yeah. the witches in this show are curb stomped so hard by yeah, um, but they explain it so I, this is who cares um spoiler for Anna so whatever I'm interested there's the character Davina I think you briefly kind of glance her at her yeah so she's like a younger witch she's supposed to be like a teenager I think because Rebecca's like she couldn't have been more than 16 I'm like I couldn't tell because her hair was styled the exact same way as you <laughs> like I don't get why they wouldn't have just like it's so easy like she's supposed to be kind of like River Tam and Firefly and she's like you know a prodigal like young girl waif who doesn't know her own strength or whatever like why does she have these beachy waves like why does she have this tv (laughs) seriously the like tv like it's part of her contract soft serve curls are yeah (sighs) so bad anyway um but yeah she for some reason that i don't know yet is working with marcel and anytime somebody does magic, she can sense it. And then later, Sophie explains that the reason they can't just like up and leave is because their magic is tied to um, the inc- ancestral grounds. So if they left New Orleans, they wouldn't have magic anymore. Okay. Yeah, that's that's no fun. Like, <laughs> be, let the witches be powerful. Let them not not be tied down in so many ways. I get that every every um species or whatever has to have some kind of weakness there has to be some kind of balance but like honestly it's friggin lame um 
the flip side of this is, and this is going back to the Vampire Diaries, and this is also something that um, Price Peterson has remarked upon in his recaps. Hybrids are fucking lame. They are so (laughs) stupid. What, like, the big thing? So in the Vampire Diaries, there was this whole lead up in, like, season three about, like, Klaus had this whole plan to do something. I don't really remember exactly what the deal was. The details are very hazy. But it was kind of this big reveal when the show revealed that Klaus was part werewolf or that I don't know if anyone who's listening no has a more detailed it's, recollection. It's that, so of this. he because they do the flashback in this episode where they kind of explain that it's that they were all humans and Klaus was always had the werewolf curse and somebody yes, yes, yes. Ex- somebody explains that it doesn't activate until you kill somebody. But I'm talking about in the Vampire Diaries, there's a whole plot line about him wanting to create an army of hybrids. And like he has this evil plan and it's like he's going to be this huge violent threat to magical kind or whatever. And then the reveal is that, oh, you just want to create people who are vampires and werewolves. Okay, sure. What does that actually mean um, in the show? Okay, that just means that you have a deadly it's 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 not that big of a deal. It doesn't feel like that big of a deal to me. They don't seem significant. It's like big whoop, you're also a werewolf. And so you have to transform. You're like a slave to transforming once a month and you have a deadly but I don't know. It just I don't I don't buy into it. I don't think it's particularly threatening. Everyone talks about them, about the hybrids, which with such fear and kind of respect and I'm just like I don't care I don't think this is particularly threatening and yeah I think it's lame well that's so the my whole opinion hasn't changed from the vampire diaries the whole baby thing is that the girl Haley little mad chin amic or however you say her name um is pregnant with Klaus some Renesme bullshit I know I was like this is so breaking dawn and they're like but vampires can't get pregnant I was like tell it to Stephanie not to me <laughs> yeah and they're like oh yeah he can impregnate her because he's part werewolf and she's werewolf and i'm like this this is getting into some like lions and tigers can breed but it's gonna be sterile but like it's a half lion tiger breeding with a tiger can can someone who knows biology explain if that would work (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna make my boyfriend listen to this episode just so just so he can tell me that i'm gonna tell him there's there's a secret question hidden in here for him. Um, oh, so we learn in what I am calling the fishtail braid olden times, because apparently that's that's a style that was really big in 11th century Norway. I looked and that's what it was, 11th century Norway. So that okay. means that they would have been um, Christian already, because at first I was going to be like, why, are they, why is the name even Elijah? Is Norway even like, aren't they pagan? But they're not. They They could have been Christian at that point. Oh, God. I just want to say really quickly, it was so funny in the flashback when Elijah was describing their family and he was like, I I wish I could do a British accent consistently well. But he was like, although our mother dabbled in the dark arts, we were just a family. And I was like, lol. That's like very funny how off the cuff you mentioned like your mom doing dark arts. I just that was funny to me. So how fucking lame is it that in the Vampire Diaries universe, there are no vampires older than the 11th century? 
Yeah. That's a lot of human history where there's no vampires, that there's just werewolves and witches. Yeah. That was a bad idea on their part. (laughs) Because I get it, because it's like, I I guess Klaus already existed from the Vampire Diaries. I don't know how much of his origin had been like set down, but it's it's hard to have a character be relatable when they're that old. I think like if, if they made him any older, yes. Hold up, there is. I think there is an older vampire in the universe. His name was Silas. This is a whole thing from the Vampire Diaries, maybe season five or six. I he was like. The original before the original, something like that. I, oh God, stupid. I don't remember. Stupid. Like, he was like back in like Roman times. No, even before that. It's like, can we get some know. BC in here? Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he he was before Christ. Um, <laughs> you can you can. Christ Google. was the first vampire drinking <laughs> blood. Hmm. <laughs> You can uh, Google Silas, the Vampire Diaries, and catch up on that. I know that I will do that when this episode is over because I'm curious now. But, yeah, I think there's this whole thing. But they kind of wrote themselves into a corner when they were like, yeah, the first vampires were from the 11th century. Also, witches created vampires, which is interesting. I guess they're regretting that now. <laughs> clearly <laughs> the van- no regrets. <laughs> no regrets. Um, no regrets here's my question the werewolf thing is that what does that mean that you don't become a werewolf until you've already already killed somebody not as a werewolf like what so every single werewolf is just a murderer and it's like oh you secretly had a like ticking time bomb waiting for you to kill somebody Seems weird to me, I guess, unless you're specifically recruiting. But if like somebody just attacks you and they're like, haha, you're going to become a werewolf there. You could just be like, oh, I'm not going to murder anyone. They like foiled again. Well, you know, not to bring up this other show called The Vampire Diaries once again. But now, you know, how I feel about Buffy, except for at least The Vampire Diaries is directly no, related. You in Dawson's Creek with Dawson's Creek. Um last season anyway um tyler lockwood a character in the vampire diaries in season two who you later find out is a werewolf because his uncle uncle mason who is lady gaga's played by lady gaga's ex-boyfriend um fun fact um this is i forget his name but he's he was like a cw actor mr gaga Mr. Gaga. I'm sorry. This they is were, like a, a, a dad joke. I don't know what. Affianced. Affianced. Oh, my God. Guys, off topic. Go watch Sophia Nygaard's um, wedding oh. video if you love to cry. Oh, so good. So good. Okay. Focus. Um, but, yeah, um, one of the characters in The Vampire Diaries, who is a vampire, um, compels. <laughs> Stop it. I'm sorry. <laughs> trying to get to the point compels various humans to like start picking fights with Tyler in order to get him to kill them so that it triggers the curse. So it can be like you can kill someone, you know, defending yourself or by accident. So or it doesn't have to then... be murder then. It I can mean... be manslaughter. Yeah. What if you'd been bit by a by a werewolf as a kid and then you got into like a hit and run and the other person died? (laughs) Then you become then you become a werewolf (laughs) (laughs) through transitive vehicular manslaughter. 
Um, I don't know what to say. Yeah. You know what? I like it. I respect, I always respect the boldness of introducing a new thing about lore. It's fun. It's fun. Okay. Yeah, this is, there's a weird kind of, anytime you have a pregnancy element in a show where it makes more sense for the character not to be pregnant, it's going to take on a weird kind of pro-life tinge. Yep, 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 yep. Elijah is so focused on the family. He is like, I wonder if this baby will bring, or I'll do this if this baby will bring my brother happiness. And it's like, sorry, Haley, not a factor here. No. Yeah. Also, Haley, so she goes, your dad was a dick. I'm Haley. Like, after... <laughs> It's like, oh, yeah, like, our dad used to beat the shit out of Klaus for being half werewolf and not his son. He's like, wow, you're like, dad was such a dick. Like, whoa. And he, like, beat your brother? That was, like, not cool. There's a lot of things about, a lot of commentary on domestic violence, on child abuse in this. Oh, yeah. I like how at the end of the episode, he's like, do I have to beat the goodness into you Niklaus and I'm like oh yeah sorry come again and then he's like I should have killed father the moment he took a hand to you and I'm like once again you're (laughs) sending me some mixed messages sir yep yeah yeah also um Klaus calls him Lijah or Lijah he says the J completely differently than everybody else on this show. We need to get it together with the names here. You can't be Nick and Niklaus and Klaus and you can't be Elijah and Elijah and Elijah. I mean, you can. I'll just complain. I know Julie Plex's doing okay. Can I say something? This is another, in my opinion, gaffe by the writers. Um, So this was, I don't want to jump around too much, but I think this is happening kind of roughly during the time in the episode that we're talking about, where Marcel and Klaus have their kind of um, confrontation with one another at the party. And um, Klaus is like, his, his fangs are out, basically. And he's saying that, that Marcel was pathetic when he when Klaus left and he was just this you know little pathetic guy and I wrote this down he's like quote trembling from the lashes of the whips of those who would keep you down and this was framed in like you like you were so pathetic trembling from the lashes of the whips of those who would keep you down and I'm like this was a hundred years ago is this a commentary on Marcel being black like maybe that's too much to read into but I felt like that was a really like fuck up on the writer's part it was just i was like that's a yikes moment and i don't know that was just weird what you learn in like the second or third episode is that marcel um the original fam as i call them you know elijah original rebecca original (laughs) so they had made hi my name is rebecca original (laughs) So they had made some kind of deal with the um, governor of Louisiana, some some guy, I don't know, some guy, some big important guy. And um, he was like kind of looking the other way when they murdered people. And um, then they found that there was this slave 
who he had had a uh, child with. Mm-hmm. So he, Marcel is the son of a slave and um, this important guy who the original family knew. And um, basically, what's his face? Klaus ends up adopting him because he like sees promise in him from like when he's a kid and then like raises him to adulthood and then like only then after some stuff does he turn him into a vampire so like he was literally a slave yeah which i'm like are you guys the ones to handle this always but i don't know i mm, i don't know (laughs) yeah i just like framing framing someone trembling from whiplashes as pathetic and like having a white character say that to a black character in a show a cw show on the year of our lord 2013 is maybe not a maybe not a great look speaking of not great looks we have to talk about on the podcast about how noted straight woman karina adley mckenzie said she was gay for noted straight man harry styles yeah i just not great guys (laughs) guys Listen, listen, I'm going to whisper. I know sometimes writers from Roswell like our posts. If you guys are listening, tell Karina she can't pull that shit off. I think that it like maybe it's just, you know, she's a well-meaning, you know, seems (laughs) seemingly woke individual. (laughs) And she just... Does she think there's some slang meaning of gay she's not getting? Because yeah. as far as I no. know, when a, when a straight woman's attracted to a straight man, uh, then, yeah. they have, and there's... then they have a half vampire, half werewolf baby. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. Wait, so like, what is even the point? Do the werewolf powers do anything? Don't get mad at us, Vampire Diaries people. With a hybrid? Yeah. So with a hybrid or with any werewolf, your bite is lethal. And and then during the time that you're a werewolf, you have – I think it's just during the time you're a werewolf or you're transformed, you have this power. You have, you know, super strength or whatever. I don't – it's been so many years. I don't remember. That's why I think this is lame. Like, and if there are not... other hybrids, why is this baby so exciting? Because it's it's blood, Victoria. It's about it's about family. It's about oh, because family is power. Family is power. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have another question. If yeah. a witch could a witch be turned into a vampire or a werewolf? Werewolf. See, that's a good question, and I think that's actually a more compelling species combo than hybrid and vampire. Like, witch and vampire? I actually think the Vampire Diaries did that later on. Yeah. I was mostly just asking because there's- Creative writers. (laughs) There's a witch who dies in one of the upcoming episodes, and it's like, oh, she was in love with this vampire guy. And then she dies, and like she just has her neck snapped, and I'm like- can't they turn her into a vampire still? Like, that's something even people who, like, in shows where they're like, 
oh, I would never want to turn you into a vampire. It's like, okay, but like they're dead now. So either you never see them again or like she turns into a vampire. I'm like, but maybe it's because like you couldn't turn a witch into a vampire. I'm sorry. This is irrelevant. Um, yeah. I did want to say that there's kind of like an overwritten theatrical quality to the dialogue that I count- found kind of like campy fun. And especially the actor who plays Elijah has like a sort of gravitas to pull it off. And so that is something that I, I missed a little bit in the episodes where he wasn't there. So I'll be excited to see him again. I'm just saying with so many characters, I think just one taking a back seat makes it a little <laughs> easier. Uh, yeah, I get that, even though I miss Elijah. Or I, w- I would miss him if I continued to watch this show, which I'm not sure I will. Um, oh, so just to um, explain plot wise, guys. So Sophie is the kind of main witch that we follow. Her sister died because she did magic. Uh, Marcel the vampire, who is sired by Klaus, original vampire, rules New Orleans. And he has a witch under his command who can sense when a new one does magic. And then he kills them. So he kills the sister, Jane Ann. The reason Jane Ann was doing magic was because Klaus had this baby with a werewolf that was a hybrid baby. And she wanted to do magic ultrasound to make sure that that's what was happening. So she does that. She confirms this pregnancy. That's what she dies for. And then because her sister died for this, basically, um, I, I guess maybe there's also an idea that this is going to because it's a hybrid and there's all these rules in Marcel's New Orleans that are it's segregated I guess it's like vampires are in power werewolves are not allowed to be there and witches aren't allowed to use magic so I guess they have an idea maybe this will like shake everything up so Sophie does a spell basically that if anybody hurts um if anybody hurts Haley, she'll die. If anybody hurts Sophie, Haley will die. And so they're kind of bound together. Um, Elijah swears that he's going to protect Haley because he has this kind of hope that this baby is going to redeem his brother. Rebecca's barely in this episode, and Elijah's like, this baby is not going to redeem me. So we've just been kind of talking about these plot points without explaining them. So that's that's what you missed on the originals. That's basically what happens in this episode. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Um, I was glad, just to go back to your point about um, how kind of pro-life certain pregnancy plots can seem and I don't think this is exempt but um I was glad at the very end for Elijah to be like but how do you feel Haley and Haley was like kind of expressing her feelings about um about the situation and then he was like no 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 no. how do you feel about being a mother and I'm like there is no okay there's (laughs) we skipped a few steps there there was no kind of talk about giving up the baby about not having the baby it was like no 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 but let's get to the core of it like how do you feel about being a mom yeah there is in either the next episode the second or the third one um basically what's her face Haley goes and tries to get wolf wolf spain to give herself an abortion of course like you're not allowed to use the word abortion on tv apparently uh so she doesn't say it like that but um, mm-hmm. she like plans on doing this and then she decides not to because she's like, oh, I was abandoned 
at birth and then like my foster family kicked me out and so like I want a family and I'm like okay fine but is that every single person with an unwanted pregnancy in all of tv because it kind of feels like that sometimes yeah yeah go watch obvious child starring jenny slate um uh basically elijah just kind of like states his intention to redeem his brother which is funny because it's kind of you don't usually get an inter-vampire redemption story. Usually somebody else is trying to redeem a vampire. And he's like, yeah. bro, like, I know that we're vampires. We're like, we have no souls. We're demonic. But, like, you're taking this to the next level. You need to stop. You need to cool it. Oh, yeah. And so then um, Klaus ends the episode not by backstabbing, as he did with his sister, but by some front stabbing and... yeah. <gasps> gasp what's gonna happen is this a vampire going to die by a method that we know does not kill vampires and that's that that's the episode right oh and then we 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 saw Davina and we were like yeah but that was it and you learned her name and she's all glammed up in her little baby doll do you want to hear something great You, you know that one free people dress that's like a tank top and it's like flowy it's like a flowy baby doll slip uh-huh well i own that dress and she wears uh-huh. it in one of the episodes and you see this there it's in a million colors and i have seen this on tv many a time and i'm like man i need to buy that dress again because mine shrunk <laughs> <laughs> so thank you the originals for reminding me that i want to rebuy that free people dress if you guys have any good Poshmark links hit me up um I think I'm going to keep watching the show to be honest with you because I don't really have anything to watch just when I don't want to when I want to turn my brain off Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of fun and it's interesting because it's in the same sort of genre as Roswell New Mexico where it's a supernatural drama that is not about teenagers and I like that because you know teenagers Teenagers bring a level of heightened emotion to a drama that can be helpful, but so does the supernatural. So you don't yeah. always need both. Sometimes a, a supernatural drama is enough heightening of stakes that it's like, these people also don't need to be 19. We can get, of course, everybody is still like 20 or 30 something and like hot. But, you know, you take what you can get. Baby steps. Yeah. Well, I think that about covers it. Yeah, that about wraps it up. I would be interested, like, maybe we could skip to Karina's. I think the first episode she wrote in the in the show was, like, at the end of the first season. So, like, maybe I'll watch the actual whole season, and then you'll just watch that episode, and we'll talk about it. <laughs> sure. I'm I'm down. I could. I think I could do that. Yeah, we can see if we can, like, sense any, any familiarity. Uh, similarities I'm interested I know some characters who were on Roswell are in the originals I can't remember who and I can't remember when they pop up some actors you mean that's yes no no, Liz is there (laughs) Uh, aliens and vampires oh my god what is it my birthday (laughs) 
So we're going to try to put out some more episodes um, before March 16th when the show drops. But um, full disclosure, I am back to school full time and I am working and Anna has her own life full of school and work stuff. So with the both of us, it's like a little hard to schedule watching stuff and then recording it, especially when every week we have to come up with something completely random to talk about. So if you guys liked the original talk, like, let us know. Let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about. And there'll be some more episodes in this Road to Roz, but um, they're probably going to be a little inconsistent. We'll try to be more consistent um, when the new season starts. Agreed. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> Any closing thoughts? Nope, I think that's it. Okay, bye guys. Bye.